This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast where we take a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morrison. This week we get you ready for the football team's home opener this Saturday against Amherst as we chat with fifth-year seniors Brendan and Anthony Costa. Plus, the men's soccer team is off to a great start and a pair of Bobcats earned NESCAC honors last week. All that and more coming up on the Bates Bobcast. The Bates Fall sports teams got the season started off on the right foot Tuesday with men's soccer, volleyball, field hockey, and women's soccer all winning non-conference matches. Of those four teams, the men's soccer program put on the most explosive display, scoring nine goals against Maine Maritime. Then men's soccer stayed hot over the weekend, winning their NESCAC opener 1-0 over Hamilton. Bates is 3-0 after a 6-0 win over the University of New England Monday night. First year, Rex Lane tallied a hat trick in his collegiate debut last Tuesday and followed that up with a lone goal in the Hamilton win. He was named the NESCAC Men's Soccer Player of the Week, and he is our male Bobcat of the Week. I started playing the sport when I was maybe four or five, so pretty much my whole life. Um, grew up in Spain up until probably the age of nine. Um, then moved over to England and continued playing football. Well, soccer, as you guys call it. Um, and then I started getting more serious about it. I started playing at like county level. Um, then I fully committed to my high school. And we had a really good final season. We, we'd been having kind of a build up to that season. But um, yeah, and then that's kind of where it all took off. Um, then I found out about Bates. How did you find out about Bates? I found out about Bates. I was with this um, agency and you speak to a few different schools and then I got in contact with Coach Sheik and straight off the bat he was completely different. He um very persistent, I'll give him that. Um, he just showed, he seemed to care so much more about me as a person than just as kind of a, like an object, you know. Um, but yeah, it, it was uh, almost like love at first sight, but not quite, not quite to that extent. You mentioned you were born and raised in Spain a little bit before moving to England, now moving to America. Any adjustments going from country to country? It's tough. It is tough. Um, the cultures and everything. England, everyone's kind of reserved. And then you come somewhere like Bates and everyone's so outgoing and so friendly. It's kind of a bit of a shock to the system. Jacob Iwowo, also from England. Uh, it's nice to have someone else from uh, across the pond there. Yeah, it is. Um, feels a bit like home when I'm speaking to him. Um, say that we've got a first year called Henry as well. He's, he's, also, he's also from England. Um, really nice kids. But then again, so is the whole team. So. What's college soccer been like after three matches so far? What are your initial impressions? It's it's very physical. Um, it's tough. It's not easy. I mean, we had two games that were out of out of conference, um, and we kind of dominated those nine nil and six nil. Right. But then the game against Hamilton, you really get like a feel for the NESCAC games. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of them. Yeah, the Hamilton match one nil. You had the lone goal in that one for the Bobcats. Take us through that play. Yeah, that was um, that was that was a fun one. Uh, I saw Alec in the middle. The ball kind of bounced out as soon as I saw that. I started running towards goal. Um, then he played a great ball. Um, it was just putting it away from there. 
And then we talked after the main maritime match, the opener, that you've had you've had some hat tricks in your career. But I mean, how cool is it to get a hat trick in your first collegiate match? I couldn't have hoped for a better start, really. Um, it was it was such a good feeling. Uh, yeah, it it's probably going to be my most memorable hat trick for sure. Mm. Yeah. Well, unless you get one in Netcat play, right? That's that's true. <laughs> Did Coach Shake kind of tell you that he wants you to be, you know, that striker, that attacker, basically? Yeah, he he really sold it to me. He um he was saying, oh, I want you to come in. I want you to be a big part of the program. Um, he initially wanted me to stay out as a right winger. Um, that's kind of what he recruited me as. Um, and then in my first game, I came on as a striker, and yeah. And now he saw, oh, he scored three goals. Yeah, so maybe. <laughs> maybe seeing a bit more of striker. Yeah. And then the other day, um, well, Monday, actually, first kind of road match, if you will, within state, but to Biddeford there. What was it like traveling with the team and getting that victory there? It was a great experience. Everyone was in high spirits. Um, we obviously prepared for the game. I didn't play, but watching everyone and getting new scores, like I think Sam Asanta had his first goal to Faye, also had his first goal. Everyone was really happy for them. It's a good warm-up. We've got Con College on Saturday. Looking forward to that. I think everyone is. Um, it's a big game. Well, yeah, what's Coach Shake's message about Con College? Because they are one of the top, you know, half of the conference, right? Yeah, they. I think they were, was it third last year? I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but they're definitely one of the better NESCACs. Um, everyone's looking forward to the challenge. It's, it's not going to be an easy game. Um, but, I mean, we're at home. We should have some fans, hopefully. Um, we need all the help we can get, uh, but we're all very confident in the team, in our abilities. Great. And then academically, as a first year, how are you adjusting debates compared to maybe high school? It was it, it's a huge step, um, but I think it mainly you get so much more re- responsibility when you come here because in high school they kind of hold your hand through it, and here they're like, hey, you've got this, this, and that. Um, there you go, and you're expected to be able to figure it all out but I think it's a it's a far better way of learning because you kind of have to adapt improvise um, get over all the obstacles um, and you learn a lot more from that than being kind of walked through the process last year you come in expecting to have a season and it doesn't happen how did you adjust to that you practice probably a little bit with your teammates right and what was that learning curve like for you? Um, that curveball, if you will, to use a baseball term. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really strange. We came in and I think we had to stay six feet apart. Um, had to be in groups of ten, so we had four different groups. Um, it was it was, didn't feel like real football. It was just kind of technical work, more individual. Um, couldn't really come together as a team because we all had to stay distanced and wear masks. But then, obviously, the kind of restrictions got less and less. Um, then we eventually played, I think, one scrimmage. And then in the spring, I think, we played a game against Colby. It must have felt nice to come in this fall and actually have real practices, right? Yeah, no, completely different, especially the locker room being open as well. Uh, that's a huge part part of it that I didn't really realise we had. Um, but, yeah, no, this fall, it's, it's, so, it's been so fun. Really enjoyed it feels like we've got a load of momentum at the moment great rex lane male bobcat of the week and nescac men's soccer player of the week thanks so much yeah thank you while the volleyball women's soccer and field hockey teams did not have as much success over the weekend volleyball challenged themselves with a match against number 23 nationally ranked babson friday night before a pair of matches on saturday at the babson invitational bates is now one and three on the year and first year Alyssa lowther was named to the all tournament team for her efforts at babson which included 29 kills 27 digs and seven blocks over the course of three matches. 
Women's soccer is 1-1 on the year after a home loss to Hamilton, and field hockey is 1-1 as well after a tight 1-0 loss to the Continentals. The nationally ranked Bates cross-country teams took on Bowdoin and Colby at the Wave races Saturday in Waterville. On the men's side, senior Jackson Donahue finished second in the senior-junior race, and sophomore Joseph Visconti won his collegiate debut in the first-year sophomore race, helping Bates capture the overall points victory. For the women's team, junior Jill Richardson picked up right where she left off, winning the junior-senior race and propelling Bates to the overall points victory. For her efforts, she was named the NASCAC Women's Cross-Country Runner of the Week. Yeah, it's definitely crazy, like, just being back into it so soon and um, had a lot of fun just at the first uh, meet. It was pretty low stakes and just wanted to get out there and all of us wanted to kind of get back into the feel for racing. It's kind of an exhibition sort of, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was at Colby? Yeah, Colby. Okay, what's that course like? It's pretty hilly. It was quite muddy that day, so yeah, really getting back into it. <laughs> And this weekend you've got a good challenge, right? Tufts mm -hmm. coming in, Connecticut College, but it's your home course. What are you most looking forward to about this weekend? Yeah, I'm just excited. Like um, the sophomores haven't done the home course, so it'll be fun. We've been during our long runs, we've been showing everyone the like where our home course goes, and I think it'll just be a, a good one to add to the list. Yeah, as an upperclassman, it must have been cool to see the sophomores and first years get a chance to compete. What was it like for you to um, you know have the group together there like that? Yeah, it was just great. I love like the the team culture that we have going and I think everyone's just really excited to be back at it and competing again. I think Jordan Wilson got second, right? Did you run with her a lot throughout the race? Or? Yes, yes yeah. we did. Had a nice little pack going. Great. And then what's that dynamic like when you are running together as a group and when do you decide you want to separate from them? That's like kind of a big thing that Coach Jay always like um, likes to have as a central part of our team is like working together as a group and like we have the like holding the rope kind of is what we call it and um we usually try and stay together for like at least the first mile and then from there you can kind of do what you're feeling <laughs> right right you got to run some outdoor track last spring right mm -hmm. was that a weird experience because i think people had to wear masks and now you don't thankfully but what was it like last spring yeah it was definitely strange like it just didn't feel like I don't know. It didn't feel like we were 100% like in our full racing, you know, mode. And definitely the masks was an interesting experience. But, I mean, it was better than nothing. Certainly, certainly. And then how did you train um, throughout this past couple of years to get ready for once again returning to the cross-country courses? Yeah, we just, like last year, we were just focusing on kind of getting some good mileage under us during when we couldn't race for cross-country. I think it was kind of hard to keep that like competitive spirit going, but um, I feel like I'm pretty quickly getting back into it. <laughs> well, tell me about what your impressions are of the younger runners who are now just getting their first taste of college running here. Yeah, they're all great. Everyone's just meshed so well together as a team, and I always just like meeting new people and adding them on to our crew, and definitely some really strong runners. Do you have any goals you've set for yourself this year? Um, I would like to take the team to nationals again and just just in general get some PRs and make some noise. Right, That's right. Two years ago, went to nationals as a first year. What was that experience like? It was so fun. I just want to do it again because it was like one of the most fun things I've done here at Bates. Great. Excellent. Well, any other thoughts you want to share about the wave races this past weekend and um, what you're looking forward to here this weekend with Tufts and Connecticut College in town? Yeah, I think just kind of building off of what we had. I think we had some really 
good groups going this past weekend and just keeping that going and um, looking forward to the future meets. Sounds good. Jill Richardson, NESCAC Women's Cross Country Runner of the Week. Thanks so much. Thank you. The golf teams were in action over the weekend as well, with the men finishing in 17th place out of 23 teams at the Duke Nelson Invitational at Middlebury, and the women playing in two tournaments at Brunswick Golf Club. On Saturday, the women's golf team finished fourth out of seven squads at the Polar Bear Shootout, then the Bobcats finished second out of four teams at the State of Maine Invitational on Sunday. Individually, first-year Maddie Quay tied for 10th on Saturday and turned in the best performance of the weekend by a Bobcat on Sunday, shooting three over par and finishing in second place, just one stroke back of medalist honors. Hailing from Pasadena, California, Maddie Quay is our female Bobcat of the Week. Um, I started golf when I was seven, and but I didn't start competitively until I was nine, and then I got I got more serious when I was in high school. Um, and then I've I've always wanted to play collegiate golf, so I'm glad I'm at a D3 because like academics are like important to me, and D3 is about like balancing academics and sports, so. Well, speaking of academics, what about Bates appeal to you from an academic perspective? I really liked the French program um, because I, I like to look at the course catalog online, and I like the um, the classes they have. Like, I think one of the French classes you can—it's about watching Tonton, which is like a, a TV show, and I watched that growing up. So, um, I just think it's really cool that like Bates has cool classes like that. Are you planning on majoring in French? No, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, no. I mean, I, I do like the French program yeah. a lot. Um, I am taking French, but I'm I'm planning to major in psychology or like international relations. Well, I'm interested in that too. I'm not really sure yet. Yeah, and I like how I can take all those classes. Tell me about your first collegiate golf tournament. I mean, there were two separate tournaments technically, but you played mm-hmm. at them at the same uh, golf course there, Brunswick Golf Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it like, uh, you know, competing out there? The first day I was quite nervous, which is normal, right? But um, I was I was nervous, but I was confident that you know I would I would like do my best. Um, the first day I just had a few holes where you know I made some mistakes here and there, so I was I did not play my best the first day, and I was really determined to do better the next day. Um, I was like really frustrated that I shot 86 the first day. And then the second day, um, I don't know, I just, I tried really hard and I, I did better. But I mean, it was a really great experience um, and I'm excited for next week. Tell me about Abby Spector, uh, new director of Bates Women's Golf here. And she's obviously a very accomplished golfer in Maine. What's she like? I, I love Abby. She, she's like so supportive and like motivating. And I really like her as a coach. Um, and she's a great golfer and like super accomplished. And so I'm just excited to see, you know, all the things that we're going to be able to do with, you know, a new woman head coach. Well, how does golfing in Maine compare to golfing down in California? It's it's much different. Wow. Our home course has so many more trees. I've, I've never seen that many trees in my life. Like, there's probably on one hole that many trees on the whole golf course mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Um, it's, it's much more different. Um, there's like less less going around here so it's quite like peaceful though because it's just you like in nature in terms of the level of difficulty what are your thoughts on like you know you played martindale obviously and now you've played brunswick yeah um i like brunswick a lot it's a nice golf course um not super hilly like martindale martindale is so hilly i'm not used to that um i know the first time i played nine holes it it felt like 
you know, like way longer. It, it was just a different feeling um, than in L.A. But I, I like the golf courses here. Great. And then um, tell me about the team itself. Young team, right? Yeah, we have one junior and three sophomores and two freshmen. What's the dynamic like among the group so far? Um, it's great. We have a great supportive like team going on and everyone's really positive, enthusiastic and, and everyone's just excited that we have a concrete team now and with it like a new coach. So I um, everyone was like really excited to be playing the first tournament. Great. When your thoughts you have any goals you have for the up for the season as we go along? Just to keep doing what I do. I am working on hitting the ball straight. I don't hit it very far, so if I don't hit it far, I have to hit straight to like make up for that. And I'm um, just working on consistency and mental game is very important to um, to keep to keep neutral during the the game. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Yeah, right? yeah. Just just think think about each shot um, in the present, not in the past or the future. Great, Maddie Quay, our female Bobcat of the Week. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. The football team kicks off its season this Saturday on Garcelon Field against Amherst. Last week, we interviewed interim head coach Ed Argast, along with offensive coordinator Castavius Patterson and defensive coordinator Keith Davis. This week, we chat with a pair of fifth-year seniors. Brendan and Anthony Costa are not related. Brendan plays quarterback and Anthony plays safety. But what they do have in common is they both made the decision to use their final year of NCAA eligibility and return to Bates for a fourth and final season. We sit down with these senior leaders to talk Bates football, starting with Brendan's decision-making process for returning this fall. It was obviously a big decision, putting your whole life on hold. Um, and I kind of made the decision December of 2020 after deciding originally not to come back. Um, and I was just going to go straight to grad school and finish my eligibility there. But I decided um, I love my team. I love this program. And I feel like there was just unfinished business that I couldn't leave without uh, actually attempting to finish it. So... December 2020, I made made the decision to come back. Uh, I called Coach Patterson and Coach Hall uh, at the time, and uh, they were all for it. And we were, and it was one of the best decisions that I've made. And I do not regret that decision at all. Great, and Anthony, how about for you? Yeah, uh, for me, it was on actually a little different. So my sophomore year, I took a semester off uh, for personal reasons um, outside of football. So I took some time off. So regardless of COVID, I was going to have to come back onto campus just to take classes. So with with um with COVID and losing our last my last football season our senior season you know it was kind of a no-brainer for me you know I had that extra year and I was going to be on campus anyway so you know like Brendan said is some type of like unfinished business type feel and you know we were just right on the cusp of you know getting over that hump and becoming a good football team and just bringing the program into the right direction and um this this season I feel like we have the team to do that so that's definitely why I wanted to come back and you know, play my last football season ever. So, Brendan, let's start on the offensive side of the ball, kind of break down this unit. First, for, from your personal perspective, when you first arrived on campus, you were running triple option, basically, yeah. right? And yeah, that's yeah. not the case anymore. It's more of a spread attack. So what's that kind of development been like for you over the years? It's been awesome because we're learning a very complex offense. It's an offense that a lot of uh, 
that a lot of schools in the country run, and it, and you obviously see like a lot of a lot of success in that offense. And with Coach Patterson at the helm, uh, Coach Argas coaching the line, I think we're a, I think we got a great unit on the offensive side. We got weapons. Uh, we got a lot of weapons, probably seven to eight to nine weapons coming off the bench too. Like we got a good line, uh, we got good depth at our line, and we got a good stable of quarterbacks this year. Like in the past, we've only had two or three quarterbacks on our roster, and that would get us into into some trouble uh, going through the season. Kind of guys getting banged up, but now we got five quarterbacks uh, that look really, really good from from all ages. Um, and yeah, I think learning this offense was only going to benefit us in the long run. And now that we've gone through it for so long, I think we finally understand it and we finally know what we have to do. Uh, now it's just a matter of executing that. And for you at quarterback, um, one of the running backs at least is Christian Oliveri, right, who was a wide receiver previously. I talked with Coach Patterson before about that position change. What's it been like working with him in the backfield? Oh, I love having Christian back there. He's probably the fastest kid in the school, in, in my opinion. He is, he is tough to handle, and once he gets on the edge, there's no, there's no catching him. So uh, I love having Christian get out on the edge, coming out of the backfield for passes, uh, running the football. He's a tough kid. He's a good kid uh, from Massachusetts. So I, I love working with Christian in the backfield. You were also from Massachusetts. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <of course. laughs> and then uh, wide receivers, you've got a number of options, right? I mean, Jackson Hayes provides speed. You've got Muhammad Diawara, who I saw him catch that tip ball during practice. And, of course, John Bryant, who came on really strong uh, back way back in 2019, right? Yeah, yeah. we got Muhammad, Jackson, uh, Sean Bryant, Derek Marino, my brother Chris Costa. Uh, Liam Kelly's looked great. We got a, we got a bunch of young tight ends who look really really good. So uh, I think we got a lot of weapons that we can play around with, and uh, whoever separates themselves will. And uh, I think we're I think we're in for a good season with those guys. And I've. I have the utmost uh, confidence and respect for them. You touched on the offensive line earlier. We mic'd up one of the captains, Quinn Woods, the other day. Uh, he's a character. Nick Florio, definitely a character. What's it like working with those guys? Uh, those guys are uh, they're a very interesting group, but they but they work really really hard and they and they take their their uh, they take their football very seriously. Uh, especially Nikki and Quinn, who have been on the line for so long with me, uh, almost uh, two years now. So I, I have I have a lot of confidence in them for them to do their job. Uh, we got a bunch of young kids on the line too. Um, bunch of bunch of newcomers but they're but they play like seasoned vets so I, th I think that's definitely what we need on the line is somebody who can uh, who kind of has that attitude already what's been personally like the biggest adjustment after not having played football with these guys for a couple of years basically back back to 2019 right? I think it's just the chemistry like it's just been so long uh, we just haven't played together in a long long time so uh, getting back to uh, kind of like that feeling of uh, comfortability with them and uh, kind of understanding what, what we can and cannot do uh, and just honestly just getting that chemistry back especially with the receivers and, and the offensive line making calls and uh, trying to get back to the way we were at the end of the end of the last season that, that uh, we played because a lot of things were clicking so trying to get back to that status. Great Anthony we'll come over to you for a defensive talk here um, same question kind of in terms of the biggest adjustment after not having played since that win over Hamilton in 2019. Yeah I'm kind of going off of that um chemistry aspect I think just just getting in game shape that's that's definitely the hardest thing to battle because I mean not playing football for two years especially at at full speed going against a guy across from you for however many plays you know it's it's not an easy thing so just trying to getting back into the flow and you know getting your legs back and being conditioned and in game shape I think for for us on the defensive side of the ball that's been the biggest thing and then um, on top of that uh, just relativity, just, you know, being comfortable with guys next to you. Um, we have some guys that, not some, we're going to have a bunch of guys that are going to have to play be, just because of numbers purposes. We're, we're short on numbers, but we do have a lot of experience coming back. So just building that chemistry and just having everyone on the same page um, is what we're really looking to do this preseason. So going into week one, that's 
we're gonna we're gonna really be focusing on that aspect of our game. Are we gonna see you lining up at safety mostly? Or? Yeah, so I'll, I'll be at safety, um, primarily safety. I, who knows throughout the season? Right. Maybe I'll get I'll get moved around um, depending on schematics and like game planning and stuff like that. But yeah, no, just just safety for me. Tell us about your defensive backfield mates. Every single guy that we have coming back in the room has experience in game. You know, working through the playbook. You know, going through film stuff like that. So everyone has been here and around. Um, around our team and around, you know, lifts and stuff like that. So kids know what to expect uh, for the season. So, you know, we just got to get, we just got to hash out all of our mistakes and clean it up for this week. I've noticed, I mean, during practice, this is true with most football teams, I'm sure, but offense, defense, pretty, pretty good rivalry, right? Yeah, so there's definitely a lot of competition there, and there's no way to get better than to compete against the guys right across from you. And I think um, the thing that makes our team our team, you know, we're very close knit. So, yeah, we know like when we're when we're between the lines, we're competing hard, and you know, it's there's not a lot of friendliness going on. But you know, once we break out and we get off the field post practice, you know, we're brothers. You know, so um, having that team chemistry really helps when it comes to competing and stuff like that because it's really preparing us for game like atmospheres. Taking back to when you were actually a first year, if I recall, there were a couple injuries. You were inserted into the starting lineup, right? A few yeah. games in, what was that experience like? So even before that, I actually came to Bates as a quarterback and transitioned to, yeah, so I, I actually came in as a triple quarterback just like Brendan. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I got transitioned to defense later my freshman season. So I honestly, like, wasn't really anticipating. Like, I definitely knew I was going to play a little bit my sophomore year, but the first game of the season, of course, it was just like you get thrown into the fire and you just got to go. You can't make any you just can't second guess anything once you're there you're there and you just gotta go you know it's, it's game time so um I think having experience in game one really helped me mature at a quicker rate than say other players because you know like I said it, it's game one so having that experience is the only way that you're going to get better as a player and mature as a player so um me personally I was I was I was pumped up and I remember that game was really close against Amherst two years ago too we played them here I think it was like a like a 10 a 10 point game or something like that so it was a really good game so yeah having good experience early um is really beneficial for sure yeah Brent, i was gonna say last few years you've played amherst it's been pretty tight right yeah yeah i mean we always play them pretty tough they're a great program uh they always have uh, great schemes to kind of combat what uh what uh, we do um and yeah like facing them week one there's, there's a lot of energy there's a lot of hype behind it every year there's a lot of uh, confidence in our team and uh, we're just going to go out there and, and, and just uh, compete just like every other year. Uh, and hopefully this year we come out on top. So that's the plan. You've touched on this previously, but you've worked with Castavius Patterson now for quite a few seasons. Uh, what's he like as an offensive coordinator? Oh, he's awesome. I've worked with him for three years now. And uh, he's taught me so much uh, just just based off of schemes and reading coverages and uh, just like adjusting line play, uh, making audibles. So I'm, I think I'm a... I think I'm the best version of myself right now just based off of all the, all of the knowledge that I've learned from Coach Patterson over, over the last three years, for sure. I remember, yeah, two years ago you set the total yards record for Bates football even though you missed a game. And so um, what's what's the next step in your opinion in your development? What do you want to see from yourself this year? I want to win games. That's all I care about because yeah. right now, um, obviously with, with me and Anthony, we've been here for uh, – or uh, Anthony and I, we, we've, we've been here for th- three years now. We're the oldest kids on the team. Uh, we're the most experienced, so – we, we, we understand what it takes to win. We, we've won games in the past, but now it's time to really turn that up and really like focus in on winning games. Like That's all I care about right now. Great. And then Anthony working with Keith Davis, defensive corner, what's that been like? Yeah, he definitely brings energy. There's 
Um, that, that's no secret to anyone on the field. Um, I think our pl- our style of play is much more our, is mu- is much more simple. You know, we're we're trying to play fast and hard as a defense this year rather than you know having a big playbook and you know worrying about X and O's. Like no, it's just. We know our assignments, and now let's execute it at a fast and hard speed because that's the only way that we're going to have success. And I think we've been executing that in a good way. And um, as a defense, we love Coach Davis. He's the perfect guy for us um, in terms of as a coach and as a person. He matches our energy, so we love having him, and we're really excited to you know, show what we've been doing this preseason on Saturday for sure. When you line up at safety, I feel like you have the most wide-angle view, right, of everything that's going on. I know probably the linebackers, middle linebackers typically also calling out signals, but from a safety position, what's that like for you seeing the whole field like that? Well, I mean, you're the last level defense, so you have to be – you have to have that view of the field. And um, for me in particular, I think having experience as a quarterback in the past really helps me play that position um, because – I can play with my instincts because I may know better. Uh, I, like, I know how a quarterback thinks, say, more than someone who has never played quarterback. So I can anticipate things um, quicker, and I'm much more instinctive from having that um, quarterback um, history. So, yeah, um, I love the position, and, you know, your job is to save touchdowns and to prevent the big plays from happening, and I wouldn't want it any other way. What's it like working with those linebackers like Tony Hooks, Mike Bowman? They have some experience too, right? Yeah, um, we're de- definitely bringing back a lot of experience. We got Spencer Adams yep. coming back too. Um, Reza is coming back as well. So there's a lot of familiarity in the in the room. So, um, you know, of course, like in practice, we have our mistakes here and there and, and whatnot. But, you know, this week it's all about hashing those mistakes out and, you know, being comfortable and not second-guessing ourselves and just playing, like I said, fast and hard, which is the goal of our team and without – um, without questioning anything or any decisions we got to make. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to be working with them throughout the weeks or throughout the season playing against other teams other than our, our, our own offense, you know. So I'm really excited for that for sure. Great. And then, Brennan, any other thoughts you wanted to share about the upcoming season? Um, I'm just I'm just really excited to get back out there. Honestly, it's been way too long. Uh, our energy was really, really good going into the offseason from, from 2019 and into 2020, and when we heard the season was canceled, that was absolutely devastating. So uh, just getting back out there, playing with the brothers on, uh, on, on a Saturday afternoon, just making things feel normal again is really what I'm looking forward to. Great. Anthony, how about you? For you, any final thoughts here? Yeah, going off of that, just, you know, that first, that first contact you make is going to be a good feeling because, like you said, it's been so long, and then, Outside of that, um, just seeing the fans in the in the um, in the stands again—that's going to be a good feeling. Um, literally two years it's been, so it's going to be really cool seeing my family, Brendan's family, everyone else's family is coming around. Um, no tailgating just yet, but but you know, just seeing people here is just going to be a good feeling in general. So I'm excited for that. Excellent, Anthony Costa, Brendan Costa. Thanks so much for previewing the football season. Thank you. Aaron. Thanks for having me. Next time on the Bates Bobcast, we'll recap another big week of fall sports. You can visit GoBatesBobcats.com for the complete weekend schedule and get you caught up on the Bates tennis teams who are back to playing their annual fall tournaments. That's next time on the Bates Bobcast. Bates, Bates,